0: Big trom- no big trombone parties no big, big marching bands is this 4th of July is like your favorite holiday because all the marching bands
1: Um, I mean you know I like brass but I'm not a big band guy ah, so
0: you were never into uh, the Brian Seltzer Orchestra no no
1: <laughs> big bad or no no big bad voodoo daddies I was trying to think if wow. they were a ska band or not
0: I don't recall <laughs> I just don't recall. Well, a lot of those bands started as ska bands and then started uh, started the big bands from that that very short lived big band movement. (sighs) Yeah, immortalized and clueless. Hey, Hey, Johnny, is Eric going to be on this episode? Eric is
1: not. (laughs) gonna be on this episode he oh he sent us a a voicemail hey johnny um got bad news i'm not gonna be able to make it uh let you know what chai I've been listening to because i'm stuck in this starbucks i was in this long line and i was trying to order a chai tea and i accidentally said tai chi and this guy with a man bun behind me started laughing i noticed he was playing pokemon go so i had to take him out of this freaking gym that's here so i've been just trying forever (sighs) he did it again he put another golden raspberry on his guy I, i gotta go
0: oh gross here we are again, episode 33. Yeah. I almost said 34. And almost.
1: <laughs> and it gets confusing every time.
0: Yeah. This would be the as someone mentioned earlier, the Scotty Pippen of episodes. Oh yeah. It
1: totally is. I mean, I don't know any other basketball player that I would label directly as the number 33, but Scotty Pippen.
0: Do you know what do you remember what Michael Jordan's number 23,
1: was? 23 baby. Oh, (laughs) no! I didn't even think about that! (laughs) I got
0: tricked. Oh, well, let me cut to the chase here and just quickly ask you, what have you been listening to? Oh,
1: man. I've been listening to so much lately. As I've said before, I've got an eclectic taste. But are you a douchebag? Okay, not a douchebag. I feel like the last episode, we didn't really get to expand on that because it was mostly just punk rock and Adam and his package, which is punk rock. I wanted to kind of show the difference and talk about a band called the uh, sweet valley yeah.
0: Sweet Valley. Uh, Yeah.
1: Sweet Valley's from here in Los Angeles. They started in 2012, uh, consisting of brothers Nathan and Joel Williams. Uh, Nathan being from Waves. Two Vs. With two Vs, yeah. (laughs) And uh, his brother does some stoof. Some stoof. (laughs) His brother does some stuff, too, but one of them I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to. Sweet Valley has five records and an ep yeah so sweet valley their electronic duo they just put out a record as recently as april titled eternal champ 2 that's the sequel to their first lp eternal champ that's also named after a sega game
0: caught that a very not very fun sega game yeah it
1: isn't very fun it tried really hard to be like mortal kombat or something but yeah it's not great their first cp kind of sucked me in because it was a mix of like old 50s pop songs and soul and uh hip-hop beats There that they use the what is it, the victory lap theme for Excite Bike? Oh, yeah, is that the one yeah.
0: that goes?
1: Oh, wait, no, not that one, it's the other one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's awesome. Um, that track's called Final Zone. Mm -hmm. I feel like, even though that's their first EP, it kind of shows you what you're looking for and what you're gonna get with, uh, Sweet Valley. After that, they came out with Eternal Champ, which was predominantly Ocarina of Time samples mixed with, like, different movie clips. Mm -hmm. Place where it came
0: from at the moment does it say i'm tired of these snakes on this plane
1: i wish so eternal champs probably like the best record they put out uh it just works beginning to end so well i think the standout tracks on there would be where will i go Speed. After that, they kind of released stuff almost bi-monthly. Genova was their follow-up from that, and that record's not as great. It does have a really cool cowboy bebop uh sample use track that's only like
0: a minute long, so that's a shame. <laughs> I love Cowboy Bebop, but famously hate the theme song. I skip it every single time. Oh, really?
1: Wow. That's, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Tank's the best. Ugh. Uh, but of course I would like Tank. Anyway, their next record after that was just called Sweet Valley and it is way too electronic, uh, at least for me. It's predominantly like a techno record, it feels Ooh, like. at least. yeah. Kind of fell off after that, but the latest record they came out with is really awesome and it's mostly Earthbound uh, samples.
0: Yeah, so that's right up your alley. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was so stoked on it when a uh, release of teaser of the um, one of the tracks and it used the Good Morning theme from Earthbound to begin. The record w- begins with a Golden Girls sample. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing honestly. I think my favorite tracks from that have to be um, Stalker which actually doesn't use Earthbound it actually uses Chrono Trigger and, I never it. Um, and then you die. Which uses a battle theme from Earthbound and a Vince McMahon sample at the beginning. It's pretty good. It's pretty calm. Something easy to listen to. No vocals.
0: Yeah, no vocals. That's what I like. I yeah. will. I'd probably be suckered into all the Nintendo and video game sampled stuff because I'm a fool.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to get sucked into that.
0: My friend turned me on to this really cool Italian disco song that uses the Dragon's Lair intro. Like, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. (laughs)
1: so good oh that's awesome yeah you'll get to hear it oh you'll have to send that to me i'll send it to you i'll send you the whole Or just put it in oh, yeah i'll put it put in, it in. Yeah. whoa As whoa there it in. is <laughs> <laughs>
0: i did sneak it in cool
1: yeah that's pretty much all i have for sweet valley i think it's something that's easy to get into but rick i got a question for you
0: what's that buddy what have you been listen to what i've been listening to This is kind of a group of things because this was an experience I had. Me and Lindsay Mm -hmm. were eating at the, there's like this chain of pizza places, Italian places. One's called like Buccini's, one's called (laughs) Puccini's, one's called like duloo Like they're all the same places, have a different name. And we were eating at one of them and this like 80s song came on the radio and I was like, what the fuck is this, this is so good. Like they had like these good synth hits and I was like, I don't know what this is and I listened to the chorus which was the words don't get me wrong and it was The Pretenders. The
1: sea
0: me. I've never listened to The Pretenders, uh-huh. or I thought I haven't. They're just, just a generic yeah. 80s band. But, like, in my mind, I thought I heard that song. There's nothing special about The Pretenders. I mean, obviously, a lot of people like them. They're good, they have some songs that you, mm-hmm. you've you probably heard and I've probably heard, but that Don't Get Me Wrong song was like a hit song, but I was like so entranced by it, and I listened to it like 50 times after that. Uh, part of that is it reminded me, have you heard of the anime slash Sega Master System game Zillions, or Zillion? Yeah. So Zillion put out a record called Zillion Let It Rock. which mostly feature this woman, Risa Yuki, and her song, Rock Candy, sounds very similar to Don't Get Me Wrong.
1: Yeah,
0: it's totally weird. That's why it, like, it seems so entranced to in me, because the, yeah. basically that Rock Candy song is a rip-off of that Pretenders song. That Zillion Let It Rock album is far better than Pretenders. It's just fucking awesome synth-filled awesome. 80s like Japanese rock songs. One is, I'm assuming the song is from the, the anime, but it's the first song in the yeah. uh, Zillion Second Master System game. that with vocals which kind of blew my mind because I downloaded this at record like three years ago and the zillion game I played as a kid so I uh I didn't have a second master system, but yeah, I played it. And it's, it's a cool song, and you'll hear it later. But yeah, I was very impressed by that. But in that same, maybe the pretenders are good situation, also listened to yeah. T-Rex for the first time, and- Like, T-Rex? I've never listened to T-Rex. Really? Never. Wow. And you ready for my opinion of T-Rex? Uh-huh. Not a fan. <sighs> what is a T-Rex hit? I can't think Because I recognized mm-hmm. one song that's also on the uh, Velvet Goldmine soundtrack. Yeah. And I was like, this song's awesome. But then the rest of the record just wasn't doing it for me. I listened to two different T-Rex albums and I was not feeling either one of them. And I, I definitely like glam stuff. Yeah. Of that era, I don't dive too deep into it, but it's just T Rex is just nothing. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Marissa's really into T Rex. Uh, when I first well, don't met tell her. her she was that was one of her favorite musicians.
0: And still, I mean, there's a lot of people that T Rex is their absolute favorite, and I meet people that are like, oh, my band's like T Rex, and I listen to it, and it's like, oh, this is really yeah. good, but I don't like T Rex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forget the name of the song, but it, I know it's a line that Marissa always uh, uses for stuff, but it like. Begins with She Was Born a Unicorn. I believe that might even be the name of the song. But I think that's a really good T Rex song. What is his name? Like Matt or something Bolan? Fact Bot here. His name is Mark Bolin.
0: I realized the only, t- the past two episodes, oh, never mind, I talked about Romantic Gorilla. There's one thing that I can say that, like, oh, Rick's cool. He likes cool music. <laughs> not just the Wombles and uh, <laughs> Japanese synth rock. Yeah. That record is super, it's super fucking catchy. It it's all Japanese, but you're, oh. you're singing along to it. Like, yeah, not, th- not, no, not the, not yeah, T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> the Japanese record that you're singing along to when you don't know any of the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's, uh, I check I'm sorry. Out. I have said I feel embarrassed. I'm just going to ask you quickly. What you you be listening to?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. So the other thing I've been mainly listening to is I can't figure out how to talk about it other than it's Death Grips. Mm-hmm. Run, run, run.
0: But you
1: and if you've been online in the last eight years no no way
0: yes I, i've been online in the past eight years okay
1: fair enough but anyway <laughs> death grips has been releasing records since 2010 yeah that have just destroyed everybody <laughs> The, especially yeah. the 4chan crowd. Um, there's Really? Yeah, there's two musicians that make me think of 4chan. And it kind of sucks because I like them both. One being Death Grips and the other being Neutral Milk Hotel.
0: Both those bands are associated with like 4chan, which is just like the dude bro. I, I've never, I don't never looked at 4chan. I know it's where dude bros talk shit on snowflakes and... <laughs> let's is that what I'm yeah is yeah that the right thing? absolutely okay gotcha and or they shut down diy spaces and yeah uh,
1: it's always been terrible but you used to be able to get like comics and manga pepe memes on there really easily and their music section used to have ways to pirate stuff too if you wanted that but their music really section, so it used to be like
0: huh? a, a used to be a legit website where it was like a shared yeah. website.
1: For a That's for a minute weird. before it just became a cesspool. Uh, anyway, Death Grips is an interesting band because they are technically a hip hop group, but it's very experimental. Um, it consists of Zach Hill, MC Ride, and I think Andy Moritz is his name. Anyway, if you don't know, Zach Hill was a drummer of uh, Hella. <laughs>
0: Oh, really? Um, He's in that? Yeah. Wow, okay. I recently did a lot of research on that guy because I was looking up stuff on Hella. I didn't know he was in The Advantage either.
1: Oh, yeah. Or, um, he wasn't in The Advantage. It was the... Because technically, Zach Hill was. Was
0: it? He played drums of the Advantage. That's right. Okay. Right. Right. The
1: the connection there is so weird, though. Like, because pretty much what I've narrowed it down to is Sacramento's music scene is so weird that all the musicians from there play in bands together. Because also, besides Hella, Zach Hill played in Team Sleep, which is Deftones side project what? another
0: do i so. do i need to bother finding a clip of that to put in this oh no okay good no. <laughs> not at all but
1: i i always thought that was a weird thing even when he was a part of that band i thought it was weird but he's in a lot of weird projects uh he's also got another weird project that i can't remember the name of at the time with joanna Newsom. the joanna Newsom and zach hillside project was called nervous cop they released a record in 2003 Yeah, it's it's really all experimental. I always appreciated Zach Hill because he's a self-taught left-handed drummer.
0: Oh, oh, are you left? Okay. Are you left-handed? I am left-handed. Oh, and are you a drummer? No. Oh, okay. okay I would high-five <laughs> you over this thing. Hey, I play bass too. Let's high-five. <laughs> yeah. But not a left-handed bass though. I can't. Right. I can't figure that shit out. Oh yeah. I mean, you put a right-handed bass in my hands, I'm completely lost. So you only play yeah. left-handed. Yep. I am definitely somewhat weirdly handicapped when playing bass because I play play all right-handed and I have a my thumb is double-jointed, so it bends uh-huh. back really far. So if I hold a pick for too long, my thumb bends back and becomes very painful Ooh. and hard to play with it. Yeah, it's really weird. So I have to hold it very strangely and very hard. That sucks. To, to play. So it's just something I learned how to do. Yeah. The first
1: bass I ever learned how to play on was right-handed and I just um, rewired it,
0: but... Restringed it, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it was always weird though. It, for one, sounded terrible and just always felt odd. Uh, had to stop that as soon as possible.
0: <laughs>
1: Death yeah. Grips, they're kind of a hard listen, especially their latest record, Year of the Snitch, is probably the most hard listen I've had in a while. <laughs> I really like this band, but sometimes while listening to this record, I just couldn't help but think is it still music if it's just noise behind yeah, it's
0: some vocals? Very noisy. Yeah. And not like a good noisy. No, not always yeah. a good noisy. Not like a punk noise. Right. Like Eric would say. You remember yeah. Eric's <laughs> line. Oh, yeah. Punk. More, more like, like junk. junk.
1: Yeah, so. With that record, I can't suggest listening to that one, just because it is such a hard listen. I would say Death Grips hit their stride with their double record, The Powers That Be. Xerox man dressed in gold, spider silk and metal boss, mustache showered with the blood, spritzed like cocktails. Gathered crowd Mr. Zon, your Predominantly record one is my favorite bjork's in like every song
0: you said bjork is in every song yeah
1: she's in every song um what yeah they sample like she did a lot of voice samples for them so like throughout that record um you can just hear her voice in different tracks my favorite being Probably black quarterback. Quarterback and all black, he's so white no, I'm so black quarterback and all black,
0: I'm I quarterback all black, he's so white no, I'm so black quarterback. Have you heard uh Bjork's band that was on Crash Records, kukul K-U-K-L. Uh-uh. Yeah, they're really weird.
1: I don't know what else to say about Death Grips. They just
0: not you're not feeling the new one, huh? It's just
1: no. And then they had the audacity to name a song horn section, and not oh, have it, a mother. single goddamn horn.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But... We know Johnny loves his horns. oh so depressing but you
1: know can't win them all do you remember that
0: really horrible website garageband.com no let me tell you the concept of garageband.com you were allowed to post a song on it for people to review but you had to review 20 to 40 other songs before you could do that Oh my god And it was such a weird thing It was just like Helping other artists Helping other artists By criticizing them That's So you just get people Who just wanted to Fucking post their song And so they would Listen to your songs And I'm, I put a, my old band Retrospector on there And I, they, you could put like A tab for like mm-hmm. What to listen for And I put Listen for the saxophone and the bass because we didn't uh-huh. have saxophone or bass, and all the replies would be like, "This recording sucks. <laughs> I can't hear the saxophone or the bass." It was a horrible website. It was real dumb. I had a friend who got really into it, yeah, because he kept getting good feedback, on uh. it, and that's why he was like, oh, "I'm gonna keep recording songs." It's like it's just a horrible thing. I remember some guys criticizing me, be like, "I can barely hear the saxophone. What's up with that?" And I was <laughs> like, "Well, it's there's no saxophone. Gotcha." And he's like, "Oh, you and your fucking punk rock attitude. Why don't you? What? You know, the Sex Pistols weren't a real band, right?" idiot and i was like okay whatever dude i don't care i don't care about the Sex pistols yeah
1: that statement's hilarious because (laughs) it's like actually they were a real band i mean whether you want to say they're a punk band or not i guess that's up to you stupid but they did exist (laughs) they certainly did exist (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious uh this guy and well i don't know where he was i forget but it was on myspace when myspace was a jam for bands yeah um and i i picked a fight with this guy because he didn't like that our music page had a bunch of different bands on it because i was just trying to run a diy label and just had a bunch of my friends music on a band page He's like, This music is inconsistent. Like, you're better off just having one of these. Get or out something of here. along those lines. And so I harassed him for like weeks. <laughs> that's very very
0: funny and mean.
1: It was mean. I felt bad. He was really trashing on my friends, and that's what kind of prompted it. He actually liked my band. But
0: well, that's, that's nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I was like, Oh, I can't let him just trash on my friends, so I got to at least try and do something. He never blocked me or anything, though, so he kind of liked it, I think. (laughs) He's he's really into it.
0: (laughs) He did. Anyway, uh, what have you been listening to, Rick? Well, since we're getting to that point, another embarrassing thing I've been listening to, this is nothing but the embarrassing episode for me. I love it. I'm sure there's been another one is, well, this is not good. This is just something I dived into. I definitely have mentioned this in an older episode, but one of my favorite childhood movies is House Party. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starring Kid and Play. Yep. It's been a running joke with my friends, David and Ian, that I talk about that movie far too much. Uh, And they're always like, oh, hell, I brought it up. And then I'll just keep talking about House Party. Yeah, David grew up watching it as well and it's just kind of our niche thing we both liked and yeah I could recite the movie back and forth and I didn't get half the adult jokes in it mm-hmm. but do you remember who the bullies were played by? No, it's been so long They were played by half of the R&B group Full Force
1: Coming straight out of Brooklyn town Knocking boots And we ain't giving up jack Full Force is back Click <laughs>
0: And that's who I've been listening to because at my birthday recently, David and Ian bought me a Full Force album, Smooth. Smooth? Smooth with a V. With a V. That's awesome. 1998 album, Smooth. Uh, I also have another record of theirs too, but Full Force is Be Fine, Shy Shy, Paul Anthony, Bowlegged Lou, Kurt TT, and Baby G. Half of them are brothers and the other half are cousins. Yeah. What They had some hits. Their big hit was Ain't My Type of Hype, which is actually in House Party, but it's not actually on the soundtrack. That's actually oh. a really good song. and uh, I think I've heard that. Yeah. And where is that song? I'm trying to find their hit. Oh, they did produce the Backstreet Boys song, All In My Mind. And they're on it. All In My Mind. Yeah.
1: Oh, Rick. You are so very wrong. Lucky for you, Factbot is here. Full Force had a hit called All In My Mind. I was all alone. and full force produced and appeared on the Backstreet Boys song All I Have to Give.
0: Yeah, that's them. They are producers too. They all they produce their own albums, even put out their own records. Like they're that's very awesome. like DIY in that aspect. But they're not all great. The other okay. record I have is Guess Who's Coming to the Crib, and it's it's not all hits. You got I sent you an email that you've been excited about opening. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and open that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's our boys. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> that's the back cover of Guess Who's Coming to the Crib. I'll show you the front cover that's later. Amazing. Yeah, but they're all great. All right. But if you take a good close look, what the fuck is okay. going on in the bottom left corner?
1: Yeah, what he's got a little teddy bear. Wait, what is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that Johnny is Ecroff, the full-force mascot. God. Yo, this- His name is His name is Ecroft. <laughs> Ecroft appears courtesy of full force. Uh he actually is on some tracks.
1: Hi. You're just a type of
0: propaganda in the land of supply and demand a girl without a mind ain't human. It got to be more than just a bust ass woman assuming that's booming assuming there's room in my life for a lover undercover not the
1: one that will hover over me like a bird. The door says uh-uh, I ain't with that. Yes girl, you better kick that. His hype
0: he has a high pitched little voice. <laughs>
1: this is amazing.
0: I don't know. I've looked, researched what Ecroft could possibly mean because Ecroft spelled out E C R O F in capital letters. Yeah, Ecroft. <laughs> yeah, <What?
1: laughs> that is so ridiculous. So, uh.
0: Smooth starts off with a very weird, like sexist rant song called "Don't Waste My Time." It's like all oh, those ladies have songs about hey, they don't need a man. Hey, they need a man. It's not like that, but it's pretty bad. for me lately except spend up all my money they have a song called for you which is a terrible medley of like other old R&B songs the song it starts off with this one's for all the lovers out there
1: this next smooth cut is dedicated to all the lovers in the house full forces mellow medley is for you You,
0: you, you. it's a long medley they're not horrible they're just very forgettable and corny and like super corny they still god i wish i could look up their one of the record names because it's like very funny oh it's called full force of course it came out <laughs> in 2009 like they're like tough looking dudes and like in house party they're like gangster guys yeah. like i guess there's good actors when they're singing these sweet love songs <laughs> and they're just like these mean guys with like rat tails in uh, house party that's hilarious just the back of this record tops my two favorite record covers, yeah. which I'm going to send you right now. Yeah, the the front cover is the other perspective, like the white people looking at full fours going, oh, God. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, are these guys, I'm so oh. white. Let's see. <laughs> I just got what I think is your favorite record cover. I'm going to look at it. Oh, Damn. <laughs> Big Bear, so big doing bears, things. <laughs> doing things. They got me doing big things in the 9-8, baby. <laughs> baby. Big things. <laughs> big Ah, with some of that southern fried shit, you fried. know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I love bears, so yeah. I just kind of stumbled upon that one, and it's been a constant in my life for the last, like, five
0: years. Big Bear doing things. <laughs> And then Dance Before the Police Come by Shut yep. Up and Dance. Shut Up and Dance. Dance Man. Before the Police Come. I kind of wish that was like a facetious thing that Dance Before the Police Come. That's got to be somewhat right. jokey. It can't be that serious. No. Yeah. It's a very silly record. And that is possibly good 90s. I think. I think that is good news. Yeah, although, what's up? Oh, that? yeah. Definitely, although. Yeah, it All should right. be mentioned that uh, Steve Soto from The Adolescents died earlier this week. And I bought an adolescence tape at a thrift store when I was a young man, and I rocked the hell out of it. And I was in an adolescence cover band at one point in time for a Halloween show. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool guy. Yeah,
1: Amoeba was the jam. Amoeba, 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 Amoeba,
0: Amoeba. I really wish some of these older punk dudes went on to different things. Like, it's sad that they're still trying to like yeah. do adolescent stuff. He was not in D.I. I looked it up. Uh, D.I. Was like the spinoff band of the Adolescents, like you know how there's mm. descendants and all. Yeah, He's, uh, yeah. So that's that. I mean, that's that's sad, for sure.
1: I mean, I thought it was kind of sad when Anthony Bourdain died. I didn't really know much about him besides that he hosted one of two punk shows
0: on KCRW.
1: Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I knew he was dating Asa Argenta.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um, she not? Is she not and- just Asia Argenta?
1: I thought it was, but then actually watching an episode of his show, she's in it, and he uh, pronounces it Asa or that's something. That's like
0: Dario Argento's daughter, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, she's in uh the Night of the Living Dead sequel. What's it called? Land of the Dead. She's. In oh
1: that. yeah, that's right. Yeah. With John Leguizamo. Yes. <laughs> Poor John. That movie was fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the yeah. OG generation of punk people are dying, but in yeah. their early but early on, like he that dude is only like fifty four. No good. Living hard. We done here. Yes, that's
1: a somber good 90s.
0: Yeah, it's a somber good 90s. We, oh. didn't, uh, we didn't mention Bogdan, so here's a Bogdan song. <laughs> there it is.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know what Eric would say. I know. If, if it, it ain't, ain't bugged, it, 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 ain't, it ain't knocking, knocking on, on my door, door for, for listen mm-hmm. We did that so well. Yeah, we did. <laughs>
0: Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>